The Big Light presents Hello, I'm Sean McDonald and you're listening to Blethered on the Big Light Network. My guest is Roisin McGinley. In this episode, we are discussing dating apps with some funny and crazy stories sent in by listeners. We talk about the rise of dating apps in modern culture. You'll hear about a girl on a first date who ended up at a cat's funeral. And we go through the good, the bad and the ugly of navigating apps like Tinder and Hinge. This episode is brought to you by debt experts Don't Fret About Debt. If you're struggling with debt and you would like a free chat with an impartial advisor to discuss your options or to see how you can lower your monthly payments towards debt, then visit don'tfretaboutdebt.net forward slash blethered. You can also listen to my episode with Don't Fret About Debt senior debt advisor Tommy Gallagher where we discuss taking back control of your debt and the various solutions available. Don't Fret About Debt offer all statutory debt solutions in Scotland helping you to make an informed choice. So take the first step to dealing with your debt today. Free advice is also available from the Money Advice Service. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it. Cheers. I've never really recorded an episode like this. First of all, welcome Roisin to, Thank the, you very much. to the studio. Do you like it? I love it. Nice and comfy, isn't it? <laughs> it is very comfy. Um, I'll, I'll just jump straight in. The reason that we're doing this is because a girl I know had put on our, our Instagram like a... She made a sort of collage of like the funniest or most mental things that anybody had said to her on on Tinder, like on dating apps. And the one that made me really laugh was a guy had messaged her saying something along the lines of, you're easily the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. I would love okay. to take you out one time. And then the immediate... <laughs> Brian's laughing, looking through. <laughs> the, really like I know where this is going. the immediate follow-up message that he sent after that really nice and polite and... Romantic, you might say. Message was what you up to anyway, cunty chops. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just where where does the brain go? Well, that's that's that what I found. Mad. That's what I found so funny. I'm like, it, it said it as if it's some sort of like wee cute affectionate pet Not name. Not cute at all. Not cute at all. What you up to anyway, cunty chops? And it started. To, so I like replied like I was proper pissing myself laughing, and started hearing about more ones. She's like, oh, that's that's you know that's nothing sending me these crazy ones and then it's now developed into me I put a video out saying please send me your funniest yeah. and craziest stories I, I want to read something to you but I want to hear yours as well <laughs> Okay. in fact, no in fact can you tell me, or can you tell us your one with the, the Essex guy? Yes, so essentially I lived away abroad for a cumulative of four years I had a few bad dating experiences but where did, where did you <laughs> live? in the Netherlands oh right yeah yeah so I was up the north of the Netherlands um, and I'm scared to say the actual place in case oh. anybody listens and then they work out who it is but yeah. um, anyway this guy was from Essex he was an expat mm-hmm. matched with him on Tinder chatting away etc and as naive as I was at the time he was like I'll come pick you up and I was like yeah that's fine Nowadays, I don't think I'd be so keen to get into a silver mm. van, which is what he described it to me as. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's fine. I got ready that night, walked down to the bottom of the street, and I see the silver van parked there. So I was like, okay, and I'm a wee bit nervous walking to the car. And I'm getting closer, <laughs> and I'm like, this guy really does not look like his photos. 
and I opened up. I still opened up the van door without any hesitation, thinking, well, you're here now, just go with it, just go with the date. And I got in the van to this 60-plus-year-old Dutch man looking at me in confusion, going... I, I can't even say what he said because it was in Dutch and I start kind of in a very harsh Scottish slang accent being like, have you fucking catfished me? Who are you? <laughs> Screaming at this poor man and he's looking at me going clueless, <laughs> like what? He tried to usher me out of the car and then I see lights flashing, a horn peeping in the exact same style of silver van adjacent <laughs> across the road <laughs> and the Essex lad sitting in there howling like, Pissing himself laughing. And uh, so I, yeah, I had to do like an embarrassing walk over to the van and like climb in. And it, it broke the ice. It was brilliant because it did break the right. ice and it was a good laugh. Um, but then when we decided to, well, when we got out of the van to go on the said date, he definitely lied about his height. And I'm not heightist, I'm not anything like that, but I was like, I don't think this date could be going from bad to worse. Mm. And uh, I don't know if I told you when he tried to kiss me at the yeah. end of the day. And I don't think he was really taking my hints that I just wasn't feeling this, mm. it just wasn't the date for me. And he proceeded to pick me up, like pick me up with his eyes and like lift me with my legs around him thinking it was going to be some You've been watching cute... Dirty Dancing yes, or something before like, he came out. Yeah, he was trying that and with my height above him, it did not work and I went flying over his head to the ground <laughs> and absolutely face-planted it. And I was like, this has got to be the worst date to history. But This is like something at the in-between us. Yeah, you know, it was awful. I mean, that's hilarious, right, that... It's been, see, I've misunderstood, so I just, I thought this was, when you told me that story, I thought this was here, and I was like, what are the chances that they're just a wee Dutch guy? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 this was abroad. <laughs> but um, the, the thing I find funniest about that, part of the whole comic element, is somewhere in Holland, there is a Dutch guy, or the Netherlands, <laughs> a Dutch guy telling that story minus the punchline at the yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. So his kids are like, Dad, tell him that time that crazy woman get, into, to your, get into your van. Aye, he's, I know. Poor guy's probably having oh. counselling for it and stuff. Yeah, that was that was quite mortifying. But what was the Welsh guy story? The Welsh guy. What was this one? Have I wait, wait a minute? What was the one you said? Oh, was it Jordy? I'm trying. Because when you were like that, what you said? What did I tell you? Did I tell you the two stories? There's, like, there's been two height stories, and I feel right. so bad saying this. People are going to think I'm like against small guys, and I'm actually not at all. But I went out on a date. I don't know if I did this. There was a guy from Newcastle because it was it's all expats out right, there. Okay. So you're you're like when you're matching with people on Tinder, they're going to be from somewhere in England, mm-hmm. Ireland, or yeah. Scotland. Um, and I did go out on a date with this one guy from Newcastle. Um, he too. It's like I feel like now you pick up the signs that all their Tinder photos they're sitting down, mm. or they're 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 not they're cropping everybody out. And uh, and. I went on this date with him and he was up to my shoulders and it was the summertime, so I was wearing wedgies, like very high wedgies, and I was but you, towering. Like, you're, you're not massive. No, like, I'm only tall. five foot three, so it was uh, <laughs> I didn't think there would be any problems. Um and that that was very, very awkward. But on because we worked with a big expat community, when I'd been out on the date with him, I'd spotted a couple of people I worked with, so they were all peering over and laughing mm. and like, oh she's on a date, she's on a date. And I went for like a toilet break, whatever, and I went past them and I was like, I can't, I can't do this date. I need to like escape it. I need to escape the date. And they're like, just come, come and join us. And it was a, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's the Three Sisters Bar. And it's one of the biggest bars in Europe. So it's like huge. There's like six different bars inside this one place, but it's like a maze. You can go from different rooms. And I'm very ashamed of it. But I told this guy that I need to go home because I didn't feel well. And I was just going to go use the bathroom before I left. And he was like, oh, right, right, okay. And it was the awkward hug goodbye. Mm. 
and I ran into the pub as if I was going to the toilet, but ran round the other side through to the next part of the pub and I just sat with everybody and had a drink. And then he came back in to have a drink and he obviously met pals there and seen me still oh, sat no. there. What did he say? And I was like, I, honestly, we just done the awkward, pretend you can't see each other. That's the best way to do it. Mm. Um, but I don't know if I did tell you that. That's the, no, you never maybe told Maybe there was a couple of jokes. No, because it was just before we were recording, you were like, did you maybe... As in conversation, like, did I tell you about the guy from Newcastle? Was yes, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but that was the guy from Newcastle. Um, yeah. I'll, I've got. A, I'm looking at these stories, right? Sorry for the person listening. I'm like, spit it out, mate. But I'm looking at all the stories in front of me. Some are mental, some are funny, some are like just. Oh, that's weird. Right. I want to kind of get your thoughts. So, from my research, right, it says here now that 78 percent of people meet via apps, and maybe I suppose Instagram and stuff will count as well. Yeah, so not just yeah. dating apps, but. How how long have you... Can, when did they even come out? Was it like... God, I, can, I think I first got Instagram when I was in college in like 2013. Uh, it was 2000, maybe. end of 2012 I got Instagram. But yeah. I'm thinking of like dating apps, Tinder and oh, stuff. Oh, Tinder. Jeez. I think I... Well, I was, on, I was in a relationship before I moved abroad. And I think when I moved abroad is when I first downloaded Tinder because mm. I was like how am I going to meet people uh, like exactly. speak different languages and so for me it would have been 2016 when I was right. on it and it's still as awful as, as it was back then so why why do you think people I'm not asking you to pure solve psychological um, <laughs> yeah because I'm d- not dilemmas, I, but it's like why do you why do you think everybody continues to use them because all you ever hear is people roll their eyes and go oh they're terrible and this and that but yet people still frequent them honestly I think it's comfortability I think people, it's made people feel like you don't have to go and do that awkward up to the bar and go, all right, what's your name? Mm. Like the old traditional stuff. Like Aye. it's an excuse now to go. And I've done it myself. Like I've been in bars and seen a good looking guy and I'm like, I'm just going to turn my radius down on Tinder and see if he comes <laughs> up instead of going and chatting. Aye. And it's so bad. Like, but I think that's what it is. I think it's, it's easier for people. Like, um, and it's the options out there. Aye. Well. I, I suppose it, it's feeling like. There's always somebody. Yeah. There's always a wee ego boost yeah. if you need That's it. That's it. Uh-huh. It's mm. like a false sense of um, validation or something you get when you go on it. Like when you're matching with somebody, you're like, "Oh, that's a good wee feeling," but then they don't talk to you. Have you ever had? Have you ever had any sort of like bad experiences that have made you think, "Oh, right, I'm I'm finished with this." One time when I was I lived in Australia for a year, and that that's probably the wildest I've had with terms of opening liners on Tinder and I had one guy I don't know how much of this I can say because it's quite crude um, but what you were saying at the beginning with that girl getting the very nice opening and then it ending quite Mm -hmm. uh, yeah not so nice Um, I had a guy message me saying right I'm going to get straight to the point I'm going to ask you two questions before I take you out on a date and I was like oh this guy's sure himself I like that about confidence and he was like do you like milkshakes so I thought, like, oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're giving me a face, like, where's this going? No, I'm looking, because Brian's looking through the thing, Megan, <laughs> like, wondering where this is going. And he's like, do you like milkshakes? And I was like, yeah, and I thought, and where I lived in Bondi, there's all these, like, froyo milkshakes, like, everybody goes out for something like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought, right, he's asking me out on a date. And I went, yeah, yeah, I like a milkshake. And then he went, and do you like anal? What? Was the second question. And I was like... 
where where did like <laughs> how and why does it get why to are those, that why did those two things yeah. c- c- um, yeah. correspond to each other yeah. in any way and I remember at that point remind me screen- never to go to that fucking place no no no, no. and I screenshotted <laughs> it and I put it on my Instagram saying the same thing like what the hell is wrong with people and I had like girls messaging me back like I've had shit like this said to me I've had this like I just I don't get it and I'm, that that for me was a I can't it's not my type of people on here aye God, yeah. I mean, talking about right first first dates and people going out. I'm going. To, I'll, I'm flicking through some of the stories, right? Um, where is this one? Okay, here we've got it here. So this is from Jane. Jane, I hope you're happy with me saying your name. I don't remember you saying you wanted to be anonymous. It's too Jane, late now. Jane wrote to me said, "I <laughs> sorry, I can never get through these." Right, I was invited on a first date to Doss Home Park for a walk and a coffee. During the walk, the guy was acting odd and was constantly on the phone to his sister. I asked if we should rearrange for another time, and that—that's when he turned. Oh, I'm sorry, and that's when he turned to me to tell me he invited me. To the fuck, I can't even. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm being so annoying. That's when he turned to me to tell me he invited me to the park as he had to bury his cat who died the night before. No, his sister was waiting with a dead cat in a shoebox. Oh my god! I laughed at the craziness of the situation. <laughs> Not only. He said, I laughed at the craziness of the situation and he shouted at me for being disrespectful <laughs> as his cat was like a brother to him. No oh way. my God, imagine you're on a date, somebody's like, here's my dead cat in a shoebox. Oh I mean, that's one way to meet the family, for sure. That's, tears in my eyes, man. That's awful. Uh, that's like, that. that reminds me of that clip of that woman in the... And the judge, what's that programme? And she's laughing oh, yeah, about you, the cat. Your dog shagged my cat. <laughs> oh, laughing. Oh, God, that's awful. Aye, aye, that was funny. Um, God, right, let me flick through. Oh, Tam Cowan, good one for him. I tried dogging for the first time in 1994 and was caught by police sitting <laughs> in the back of my seat with an Alsatian. An easy mistake to make. Oh, that was good Christ. for Tam. Um, right, there's a Wait, serious one. Th- the police were with the Alsatian, no. or he had the Alsatian? Tam Cowan had the Alsatian in the back. That was him dogging. He got mixed up. Oh. He's a, Tam's a comedian. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. That's why oh, that went right, right over okay, my head. Okay, <laughs> okay. There's other people who know. Um, this was a funny one. Uh, one guy. <laughs> no, wait, no. Megan Skinner. Megan, my pal matched with a guy just called Candy, and he said, how's you? <laughs> and then two minutes later said, lovely wee diddies, by the way. <laughs> diddies. Oh, I can't. Oh, why, why? horrendous. Do, what like, is wrong with people? Can I ask as a guy, do guys think <laughs> no, that I those d- comments will get them to no, a first date? I, I have I have got a theory that when people say those things, they get some sort of wee sexual kick from it or some see so what... that's all it's for. And that's it? all it's for because I don't think they actually ever think it'll go anywhere because no sane... I know. No sane normal person would ever say... Yeah, with any dignity. Yeah, we'll, um, I'll say this and this this will go well. Um, I need to read... I, I'm going to have to paraphrase this one. Uh, right, I'll read what I can then I'll change it. I was swiping through and came across someone with a pick and I wasn't overly sure if he was attractive but I thought fuck it, I'll give the lad a chance because his bio said I love German Shepherds, hate Tories I agree fully with both of those things so we get to chatting, he doesn't have any social media, so I'm like I'm a bit like, hmm, weird, bit of a red flag he mentioned he went to a particular high school, I messaged my friend who also went there with his photo and said, what's the script with this guy? And she instantly said, unmatch, he's a weirdo. But right, I'm going to now start paraphrasing. Right. Um, she was like, I'm going to judge for myself. So they kind of get chatting and stuff. And 
he's got this German Shepherd and she's like, what's your German Shepherd's name? And he says Blondie. So she thinks, all right, but he spelled it B-L-O-N-D-I. But she's like, oh, he's changed the spelling, but he must be like a big Debbie Harry fan or something. Yep, yep. But it turned out his dog was named after Hitler's dog, who was also called Blondie. And he no. was like, I'm a Hitler Nazi enthusiast. Oh my gosh. I know. And uh, then she kind of got to digging more. And I think somebody like knocked him out in school. Because like he was just a, a mad Hitler fan, but imagine that you're talking uh, to somebody. Yeah, oh, you're a big Debbie Harry fan, like no Hitler. That's <laughs> the very opposite end of the spectrum. I I know. Oh my god! I, I, yeah, take the non-social media as a red flag. Mm. I mean, I think nowadays, I think girls kind of try and look for somebody without social media because it's like you can't trust guys with the the likes, the DM sliding, it, all the rest mm. of it. You're looking at me like, no, no we're no, not all no, like that. No, but I, get, I get what you mean. I think it is like you feel a wee bit kind of like, oh, it's kind of nice to know somebody's not. But nowadays, I'm like, no, I think it's like you do like a background check with people now. Well, that's it, because you're able to have a look. Like, have you ever been into somebody and then had a wee background check? Might yeah. Go, Fuck. yeah, not for me. Can like you, that guy with his jump any, none, none as bad as Hitler, but is there any that um, jump out of you? No, I don't, I don't have anything like that just yet. I think if I've seen anything, then I've mm. probably just deleted them yeah. and been like, no thanks, straight away. This one made me laugh. This was from Victoria. Arranged a first date with a guy in a dating app. Agreed to walk around the park because it was such a nice day. Takes over an hour to walk. By the way, so we get to the park and the guy's wearing shorts and flip flops, which is already <laughs> questionable, and wait for it a tag around his ankle. A tag? Why would you do that? Just wear jeans and cover it up. Um, what time of year was this, by the way? Did must, you mention? Uh, I'm assuming it must have been summer. It would just have been even more hilarious if mm. it was winter and he just wanted this, to show off. This is quite a common thing, matched with another guy, and his first question to me was, Would you like to be my money slave? Despite this being so weird, I was intrigued and asked what was involved. Basically, wouldn't need to touch him, but need to put him on a lead, wearing only his underwear and verbally abuse him and I would get paid for it. What the In hindsight, I really don't know why I didn't agree to that. I know, that's quick money there, by I've the had way. a few. I get, like, in my DM requests, I got one yesterday, from, like, on a Instagram message requests are wild. Wait, I'm just going to go into it, right? Um, I actually did. I got a Facebook message the other day off of a man asking if he wanted to be my sugar daddy or if I wanted him mm. to be my sugar daddy. So one asking, can I have pictures of your feet? And you're like, that's so weird. I don't know. I told her, I can't remember who I told this story to recently, actually back in like, was this on a podcast? Where was this? But it was like 2016 and somebody, sorry, I'm trying to rack my brains to remember where I spoke about this. Anyway, 26, I think I've told it before, but 2016, somebody messaged me like, can I buy pictures of your feet? And then I was like, block, like, shop. I wouldn't have been like that if it's for a good price, then, yeah. Three years later, I was like, jokes, I had loads of stuff coming up. So I was joking, I was like, oh, if that feet guy wants to get back in touch, like, I'm ready to talk business. And within about two minutes, I had a tweet saying, follow back so I can DM. I'm like, this person must just have been... (laughs) Waiting for these opportunities. Aye, just following me all the time. Um, This one, this this one... isn't it going to work but people need to just take my word for it because I don't have, I can't show the photo but someone said mate I was on Tinder for about three days and a guy messaged me saying I looked like a cross between Velma from Scooby Doo and Rose West <laughs> that is absolutely that's <laughs> a shame you see don't. That, that's also the bad side of it because there's genuinely guys out there and girls who just want to troll or like bully as well just, just want to like, people uh-huh, it's awful like if you've not got a bit of a thick skin then mm. that could ruin your day have you ever felt like unsafe 
Um, okay, then it's, I felt like, oh, I feel a wee bit threatened here. One time, actually, I had, uh, when I was in Australia, I had Bumble, which is supposed to be, like, the more friendlier kind right. of app. And I actually did have it to make friends, like, when I was over there. Mm-hmm. And I did uh, get chatting to this guy and he did ask me out for a drink and he cancelled on me, like, very, very last minute. And I was, like, ready, everything, like, ready to leave the house. And I was like, oh, right, okay. And uh, so it was cancelled, it was fine. And I just put normal clothes back on. I went down to do, like, my food shopping. This is in Bondi again. Mm-hmm. And I was crossing, like, the road in Bondi, whatever, and I got a message from him. And he's like, it was, I think it was, like, pink shorts. I was wearing a red shorts, I can't remember. And he's like, oh, nice pink shorts you were wearing. Oh. And that really, like, made me feel unsettled because I was like, what? Like, And I didn't know where he was or yeah. anything. Like, And then, obviously, I blocked him and, like, made everything private and stuff at that point. But then the rest of my time living there, I was always kind of looking over my shoulder a wee bit, like, mm, yeah. why message? Even if he did see me and you did cancel, don't, like, say you, that. And you would at least then, I think, be a wee bit less threatening yeah or like exactly sort of, or like oh you. I seen you earlier or like blah 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 oh yeah very very weird There's, uh, some of the some of the stories I got were serious by the way I had one I have a cracker of a story guy I was dating turned out to be just released from prison for rape <gasps> um, said there was a, there was loads of red flags when they were kind of together but she only found out because she accessed Claire's Law two weeks later had two police at my door and found out not only was he a rapist, domestic abuser too. I think he made a lucky escape. That kind of goes Jeez. back to the thing you're saying about being able to perform some wee sort of background mm-hmm. check on people. Yeah, I'm not background check, but just having a wee look and be like, oh, this is a yeah, this is a normal person. That is because you just don't know who anybody is behind the phones nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, so uh, yeah, for me, it's a red flag if I can't go and have a wee look. Yeah, does that I mean to take it a wee bit more serious as well? So I've always had for quite a while had like people using my pictures on. Tinder and stuff and right. sometimes it's harm not harmless, right? But if it's just my photos and not my name, I'm like, ah, it kinda creeps me out, but nothing I can do with it. But it's if they're kinda actually pretending to be yeah. me talking to people. There was one he was <laughs> he was like sending people um oh wait, this is actually now coming back a wee bit. I'm I'm triggering like memories and stuff yeah, that I'd forgotten about. So first there was like one say first there's been loads there's honestly been so many but there was one he was sending people like episodes of the podcast and be like oh this is my favourite episode this one you should listen to that like seeming so, so he was heavily involved in your life aye seeming like, so believable it. I remember ages ago like quite a few years ago as well there was these girls from Ireland got in touch and someone was pretending was saying to be me but was like sending them voice messages so they sent me a screen recording and I was like that is an Irish person doing a Poor Bad Scottish, Scottish accent. accent. Yeah, that was quite creepy. But there, there's been one quite recently as well. Um, God, I'm trying to think how much I can tell. Well, this guy's been convicted in the sheriff court. Oh, really? Of I of, uh, of uh, two two cases that ran together. Somebody that I know. But what he was doing was using Tinder, but had pictures of me and him. I mean, sent using that as like an in to then start conversations uh-huh. with people are like if if just by off chance if they say they knew who I was because there was one who knew who I was and then she was like oh I thought if you were pals then these were sound and the guy turned out to be pretty mental um, oh my god and was he trying to like meet up with it, well, it, what, it like... was I so I think one of the things was I'm trying to think because it all unraveled because this last somebody emailed me uh-huh. like we need to find the police are trying to find your pal and I know you are really close and blah 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 and I'm like Sorry, like, what? who are we talking about here? And then yeah. she said his name, and I was like, I played football with him when I was, like, 15. He was at a wedding that I was at. That was yeah. a, like, probably the last time I saw him. 
like back in 2017. So people can create these sort of. I've not said anything about this. That I, I had to tweet about it to say. This, I saw people this, knew it wasn't. I, but I was like, like, "This guy's not a pal of mine. Uh-huh. It has nothing to do with me." Um, so I would, I would urge you to be cautious with if he if he starts chatting and dating apps. Um, and now he's locked up. Or he's, no, he's... yeah, he was very, very lucky not to be. <clears throat> I don't know if it was a suspended sentence in community service and stuff. So when people seen him doing community service, and he was like, "Oh yeah, it was for fighting," but no, it was because more. So then he was in like relationships with. These girls and then just doing mental stuff like. And then when the community service ends, it could. Yeah, you start never. Aye, you never know. Um, That's so mad. I, he seems like, to have got away with it, but so he's create. People can create these whole fictitious existences and stuff, yeah. and then it can be pretty dangerous. So then that would even appear. Somebody could be seen to be doing like a wee, you know, the wee background check yep. we are men- we are talking about. They could think they're doing that, and in actual fact, it's like no, you're, you mm-hmm. still you still don't really. Yeah, because know. if somebody's seen that as your. Like if it was they were pretending to be you, and then they just looked at they'd be like, "Oh, that is him." Right, like oh, it is him. Mm. Like th- there's no there's no need for them or any way for them to think like that wouldn't be you. So that that's actually quite terrifying. I've not had mm. anybody steal my pictures. My pictures aren't good enough yeah, yet. That, <laughs> I think I think the reason they take mine is because they're like, this is believable in the sense of like nobody would use this guy as a f- catfish. Yeah. You just yeah. like this is just just a normal guy. I think that's probably what it is. Yeah. Um, because it's like, I don't know, if it was some... I'm trying to think, pick my words carefully. If it was somebody you'd look and go, nah, I don't believe that's real. But I think you just think, aye, mm-hmm. middle of the road. So please don't wow. use my pictures, I'd appreciate that. Yeah, I had a, a really weird one. I was in Gatwick, I was, remember where I was? Uh, Wagamama in Gatwick Airport. <laughs> and I was fly, flying up to Glasgow and I get a message through from someone saying, by the way, just seen this profile, you might want to check it, it's your pictures. And when I came out, Catfish uh, UK for MTV had sent me a message, like, would you ever be willing to come on Catfish? And I was like, oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but I ended up doing a podcast with one of the producers. Oh, did you? I just, like, interviewed them about their process and stuff and how they kind of catch people, and it's nuts. It's like, it, do, it does, like, it does baffle me a wee bit to this day and age to think, how are people still getting catfished? Well, aye, that's the thing. Like, but, I mean, I walked right into somebody's van. Thinking it was like, <laughs> but like, it's. I, I do think like that show's been out for so long, and it's like how. But I think there is also a lot of people that are just desperate for love. As bad as that sounds, I think mm. they want to believe whatever they're told, and it's like, okay, well, yeah. I, I I would agree with you on that to a large extent because I feel like you, I can spot if a fake Instagram account or a fake Facebook account or something. Actually, yeah. you can spot within a second of glancing at it, you're like, that's not real. Yeah. Because there's just there's so many telltale yeah, signs. but that's probably because as well how long you've spent on it and I've spent on it. Mm. You can tell straight away if Aye. something's a bit dodgy looking. Whereas there might be like an older generation as well that are like not so used to it or don't totally can't notice things straight you, away. Like so, you do because I, I I see I've seen people being or you, you when you read stories you're like you must have known like the Tinder yep. swindler Tinder yeah. Tinder swindler yep. but other ones like that you're like. You must have known, and I always think you just went along with it. And I, yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way, but I'm like, I think you've just gone along with it because you enjoyed the, the feeling that you had. Yep, the attention, the fame. Mm-hmm. It's like living in a sort of, I don't know, I don't know how I describe it. Like when you have a dream, and a dream feels really real. Mm-hmm. I'm probably just thinking, um, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna tell them that I know. Mm-hmm. Just let them go. Strange. I was chatting to my friend when I lived in away in Belgium. And she, me and her both had Tinder at the time, both single. And I actually went on a date with a guy who could not speak a word of English. Oh, really? Uh-huh. 
And I mean, I'd done like three dates with this guy with no English, like all just Google Translate. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And uh, he, I matched with him when I was living in Belgium and um, we went to a sushi restaurant, but me and my housemate at the time had been talking about that. We both loved sushi and we were like, we're going to go and try this. And uh, this guy had asked to take me there and then she had also matched with a, a different guy, an American guy. And uh, she was like, he's going to take me there as well. But she was going on the Saturday night, I was going on the Friday night. I was like, right, okay. So we went to this sushi restaurant. I went, met this guy there, like trying to say hello, like in French, because it was like the south of Belgium, so they all speak French. And then um, sat down and it was just like (laughs) silence at the table. And um, so we got Google Translate out and that is how we done the full date and then trying to eat sushi. And I am not, I do not recommend that at all. Trying to tr- Google Translate yeah. and trying to sit and look pretty on a date while trying to eat sushi with just chopsticks. <laughs> it was uh, very very embarrassing. Um, but uh, he was actually he was a nice guy considering that I was just speaking to him through. What did you my actually phone. talk about? I, honestly, I think it was like what I was doing there, like work wise, what he done. Like he worked mm. in the police, so he was like telling me these stories, like typing them on the phone, and then I was reading them, then like having a delayed laugh, like to the story. Right. Um, and it was it was all really fine. And then um, he, my friend, she went out on the date on the Saturday night, and I think I went out for like a drink with him or whatever the next night as well. And she was saying like, "Oh, it was so awkward." Like her, her date spoke English, so that was fine. And she's like, "But the whole sushi thing, she ended up spilling sushi like all over herself mm. and her hair and like all this stuff." And, and she hair. came home, aha! Uh-huh. And I was like, "What the hell?" And she was like, "We need to go back. We need to go back there. Just us two, just two girls that could just enjoy it, stuff our faces." And we went back on the Sunday night. So we'd been, I'd been the Friday, she went the Saturday, and the two of us went together on the Sunday. And uh, we were sitting in the restaurant, and the waiter came up to the table, and he just looked at us. And he went, "Ah, oh, you, you two were here separately, like last <laughs> night, the night before." And we're like, "Yeah, we just wanted to come back and enjoy it." Um, but that guy from that day, he, um, it was like our third date or something, and he picked me up to go to the cinema. And, have uh, we had on a minute? What he's going to see in the pictures? Yeah, if so don't... the cinema's over there done like um, all translations. So right, it was like okay. it would be like still in English the way we would watch it, but it was like French translation. Right, right. Um, and then when he was dropping me home, he was like, "Oh, I have a present for." He typed me this, by the way, so he didn't <laughs> see it. And he's typing me like, "I have a gift for your housemate because he knew I had a housemate. And he was really sweet, like." And again, because I was just naive and young, I was like, oh, "He's too nice. He's too mm. nice. He's just not for me." Like. But that, like, I'm so, I've got such a bad opinion on, like, Tinder and stuff now. I'm like, mm. everybody just uses you just for, like, a wee confidence boost and whatever. And I'm like, but there is actually good ones out there. Like, if he wanted to, he would. Because that was a guy that wanted to go on, keep going on dates with me and he could not speak a word of English. Mm. Like, and I met him on Tinder. So it's like, what, it's not all bad. <laughs> I, what, there's, I'm trying to think who it was. There was somebody, somebody was telling me recently they were at a wedding. And the couple met on Tinder. And it's got to be probably one of those. So I'm sure it does happen, I'm sure, but mm-hmm. it's probably few and far between. Yeah, one sibling. Um, what What is the psychology of that too nice? Because you always I hear people talking about that. That would not be my like thought process anymore. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I think when I was younger, I was a wee bit kind of like, oh, I just need a bit more chase and a bit more of a thrill. and like. But um, I think... I don't know. I also I say that, but then on the other side of things, I think it's a human thing as well for like the chase. Like mm. the animal kind of need a bit of a hunt. You need to like <laughs> have that in you. Like, Aye. and I think I guess when guys or girls are too nice or like 
gives it all up too quickly or too too much. Like they're, they're not gives that yeah, up. Know like, you, give, you know what I mean? Give themselves. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like okay, there's not really much to hunt mm-hmm. for anymore. Sp- I think that's essentially what it is. Speaking of it being too nice and uh, <coughs> excuse me, or being having a, an edge. I was out with somebody years ago um, who was like the far end of the spectrum of being having an edge, let's say. So me and my... I can't remember how we met them. Me and my pal were out with these two girls and one was American. And she was kind of... Everything was all right. And we are out and um, she was getting drunk really quickly. And we... None of us were really that drunk, but there was like just this, this obvious sort of... Um, Disparity between us, so we're like, right, her vibe is just way off ours just now. <coughs> Excuse me, her energy's just a bit. I'm getting, she's putting everybody on edge, but she started telling a story about when she was. So she she was like, yeah, my partner was in the American Air Force, okay. and he was stationed over, I think it was Germany or wherever it was, but they had travelled to Berlin. And she's like, so I just started Googling swingers clubs. So we're like, whoa, this is taking a turn. By uh, the way, I will say, not to cut you off, that is a very common thing. When we worked over there, we met really? a lot of the... Uh, there was an army base when we worked mm. in Belgium and we, we met all the wives and husbands and we got offered quite a lot Crazy. to join the kind of swingers thing. Like, yeah, so she, common. they went to this swingers club. Now she's telling us that she's away with somebody and she came back and her boyfriend was talking to somebody. And she's like, so I, I you know, I, I stabbed him. <gasps> and we're like, what? And then she's like, yeah, I stabbed him. And I'm going, where? So I, like, I'm that's like, a normal where did you even, where did you get a knife from? And I think she said it was like a corkscrew. And the American oh military, I know the American military police have got involved and stuff. And I think he ended up getting in trouble and she never, and I can't remember the whole reason for it. And we were like, <laughs> I was like, what, like, what the hell I was like, it was your idea and she's like yeah I know but I'll never forget this she went when I get angry I just get the devil inside of me she was only tiny as well she was like, you're like that date over she's I'm like, like no this is absolutely terrifying and then there was a few other things stabbing somebody with a corkscrew is like <laughs> next level screwed up I know screwed up no pun intended but, but we were going we go to like this um, this sort of street party and I went into a shop and I was like what do you want I don't know why we st- I think it was just assumed like we were all together now so We'll just carry on one night. And uh, I was like, what do you want? And she's like, a bottle of white wine. I was like, that's what I'm going to get as well. And then I went, and then I can't remember how this has happened, right? But I've taken two cold bottles up. However, this has happened, there's been a changeover. And this has become later become apparent. So I went out, gave her the bag. And I'm like, just standing, opening it. And you just heard like this almighty smash. Like I've jumped two feet in the air like a pure fright she's like it's oh fucking warm give me another one and then at this point I'm like nah you're oh my god you're so getting, the stabbing story wasn't getting, enough to nah, like I know I was like, that, that was at that point I was like right we need to ditch her we had to just leave her I felt like a, a wee bit bad but I was like nah no way I would never have felt bad for leaving that nah can't be thing man so I wow it's mad because see when you have your own mind and you know the way you would do things in life you wonder mm. like how do you think that's okay and acceptable to I like know. act like that see if, if if I was I'm like the thing I thought was most scary about her it's not that she stabbed her boyfriend with a corkscrew after going to a swingers club when it was her idea <laughs> It was that she was just happy to tell us. I know. As a, and then to say, uh, yeah, get the devil inside of me. I'm like, right, okay. Listen, at least she was showing you who she was straight away. She know. wasn't trying to hide anything. I know, that is true. That yeah. is true. Get one here about another first date. 
I went on a date with someone who I thought was okay, but he turned up drunk late and couldn't pronounce my name right. He kept calling me Lolan. He then sat at the restaurant table eating a bag of MDMA. <laughs> That's insane. Just sitting eating it in front I of just sitting tanning MDMA. Oh my That's God. not all bad because Tori has been in touch and she said, my boyfriend messaged me on Tinder asking me if I'd eat a dog for a tenner as an opening line. I thought he was a weirdo and patched him. Now I live with him. It oh. ends well. <laughs> it, it ends well sometimes. I like that one. Does this mean that I'm supposed to actually answer some of the weird messages then because it might end up in a good place? Yeah, you never know. I know. What, if you get, if you get any have any weird ones recently not not super recently no like that i think i'm looking through these ones just now um there's there's a lot of guys though that send you massive messages like the and i don't know if it's well, like a big essay yeah like i had one guy say to me like so he's messaged me saying like uh it's all just like one thing after the other where you're a bit like, no, it's too much. Like, calm down. It's like the, you look lovely, would like to know more about you. I've just moved to a, tine, a town near you. Where do you live? It's a bit random and forward, but can I take you out for tea? Like, five questions after, and the one message, do you know? Yeah. And you're like, just stop like that. And see, the thing is, he might be as nice as pie. But mm-hmm. then I see a message like that, and I'm like, it's too much. Yeah. Like, calm down. But then again, if somebody messaged you the usual, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Like, how many hey, how are you messages are you going to like, like keep it the conversation won't go anywhere like yeah. so it's like I think the most important thing is to have a bit of banner like that's the winning thing like a good funny opening liner mm-hmm. is like I seen it I don't know if you've seen but it was going around TikTok the other day and there was a Irish guy who had Hinge and he done like a voice prompt you know you can do like the voice messages on there to no, like so what is it so on Hinge you do like um I sound like I'm on all dating apps right now and I've literally Listen, I'm like recently single, don't blame not, me. You're like, not the only one. Um, but then I on hinge you can do like you upload pictures of yourself, but then you have like um question prompts. So which is actually really good because then you get a wee bit of insight without having to do a background check on these people <laughs> yeah. of like what they're like, with what questions they choose and how they answer it. But this Irish fella had like done a voice prompt um, question to like of what the type of person he was, and he just des- he described like all the pictures on his profile and like what they meant and stuff. But he had like the I don't know the name of the song, but it's like the old kind of elevator music that they love, like, like or the voicemail. Is it? Do you know that? Do you know the tune I'm talking no, about? I can't and there's like a it's like a. Oh, I can't even. It's like the old school, like, um, dating ad sites. They would have this little tune in the background, and he spoke the whole way through this, like, but like speaking about himself, building right, himself aye. as a dating profile, right. and it was hilarious. And like, he was like an average looking guy, like, he was like, all right, but see, just that alone, that I would be like, swipe, uh, like, swipe right, or whatever it is you mm-hmm. do on Hinge, like, definitely. I remember seeing one, this is all well and good, me trying to explain it, and I can't even, I don't have one, the link to it or to the proper explanation of it, but it was like, this hinge thing so it's ringing a bell now with the the voice clips but these girls had taken their pal's phone like without her knowing oh, no, <laughs> and it, was just all, it was just all mental stuff and answers and they were but they were genuinely genuinely funny or I think like she was then can you send voice messages to people on you it can, as well yeah I think they were sending voice that's what it was it was all mainly sending voice messages mm-hmm. back to people I and, think that is hilarious I think that's the way it should be because see these long messages and then like the dry messages as well like mm-hmm. But I'm saying this, but I would never do it. <laughs> I'd be too scared to start sending voice voice notes to people that I've never met before. So, yeah. What's What's your verdict personally? Do you think dating apps will continue? Do you think they'll they'll remain popular? Yeah, I think that's it now. Like definitely. Like I, 
for me personally, I always say I'm like, I whoever I end up with, I want to meet them in a bar. Like I want, I want it to be like that mm. movie. I'm still kind of holding on to that a wee <laughs> bit, but I just don't think it's realistic anymore because I think it is the people just have dating apps and if they bump into your CEO then they'll just trust that they're going to you're going to come up on their profile or you're going to mm. match with them like maybe that's just I'm, I'm newly back on the dating scene so I don't know like it might my mind might change in a couple of months but mm. right now I don't have much faith that it's that people are going to go back to the old school ways and actually like yeah. chat yeah uh, it's, a, it's a funny one I don't know I'll, I'll hold out hope for for society I think I yeah. think people might end. I don't know. I was going to say that people might end up going to be a bit sick of it, but social media just becomes yeah. more and more sort I think, of entrenched. I think, yeah, I think with age as well because I'm not like I downloaded it this weekend or whatever as I was mm-hmm. saying to you just to see if I, what people are like and what they're saying on it now. But it's not something I think I'll go back to to depend on getting a date or anything because I'm like I just have no time for the dry chat and the small chat anymore. When when was the last time you were out with somebody off of one? Can you remember? Um, off of Tinder. Let me think. Where do you oh, even go? Actually, yes. So before my my just previous relationship there, like so, this would have been a couple of years ago in twenty twenty one. You ever twenty twenty three now? Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually did match with a guy on Tinder. And I can't believe I'm only thinking of this now after you saying about the girl being on his our date being on the phone to his sister. Mm-hmm. I went on a date with this guy and he took me out. We we'd went on two two dates and that was it. And on the first date he took me out, it was brilliant, we'd done like the usual, like a bit of bowling, a bit of the uh, mini golf or whatever it is, that foreplay golf or whatever it is yeah. in Glasgow and then um, I had a brilliant time, like brilliant. The wee guy was walking by the street in the Merchant City with the roses, and he's like picking up the rose for me and buying it. And I was like, oh my god, I've met my movie person! Like <laughs> that is how delirious I was. And the I, I was like, that was the first date. He'd paid for everything, and I'm very much like half and half. Like so, I was like, right, I'll take you out the next night or the next date we were going on and I took him out for dinner and I went and picked him up. So I was like, you can have a drink, I'll drive, and I'll drive us back and whatever. And it was like a nice restaurant. It wasn't like anywhere, like it wasn't a wee cafe or anything. Mm. And I picked him up and when we were in the car, his phone started ringing and it was his mum. And he answered the phone in my car and I thought, maybe something's happened. It was like an emergency. So like, fair enough. You know, he had a full on chilled conversation with his mum and went, yeah, yeah, I'm on a date with this girl just now that I matched with on Tinder. Like, we're just going to like said restaurant. I won't mention where. And... I was just a bit like, you know when something like that's happening to you in the moment, you don't actually think it's real? Like, because I was like, that's so rude. Like, I would never be on the phone to my mum or my dad on a second date with somebody mm. who I don't I barely know and then, like, chatting away to them, like, yeah, da 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 And then I was kind of thinking, is this, like, a good sign? Is he, like, because he's telling his mum about me. He's, like, already, and we're only two dates in. And anyway, we had the dinner, end of the day, and his phone starts ringing again and he's like I'm just going to go outside and this is just I was about to get the bill so he's like I'm going to go outside and answer the phone to her again and I, I was a bit like alright okay which is fine because I said I would pay for it anyway but see sitting being left sat at the table when somebody else is paying for your meal and not even just sitting waiting mm. to walk them out or whatever and we walked back out to the car and he was like oh, I love this I love this thank you so much and everything like I'll see you again I was I was like leaving the next weekend with the girls to go to Liverpool and he's like I'll I'll come and pick you up when you're back from Liverpool all this stuff and I was like okay okay and then the morning after that date he sent me a text saying thanks for dinner it was lovely but I'm just not feeling it 
What? And I was like, you're not feeling it. Like, I am not feeling Aye. it. Like, I did not appreciate the whole, like... Why say that? It's so weird. Like, it was so, so strange. Like, And I'm like, that to me, like, I left that date trying to normalise that it was okay for you to be on the phone to your mum, basically, our whole Aye. date. Like... Oh, uh, yeah, so I don't know. You just never know what's going through somebody's head. I found a couple of other messages, by the way. I forgot because I hadn't saved these ones. This one, please keep me anonymous if you talk about it in your podcast because he's from Glasgow. Match and Tinder chatted for a bit, gave my number, spoke about going on a date. Then he kept voice note me and it was giving me the ick. That's harsh, a voice note all the time. I know, that is harsh. Like I feel like people do get icks very quickly nowadays. That, honestly, the ick chat makes me I, laugh so much. <laughs> I see this all the time. It makes me laugh so much. It's, but see, the thing is, it's so true that once you get it, there's, there is no going back from it, I Aye, think. But a voice note, I think, should that's a bit, I know, I be a bit like, too picky. I feel like a voice note is all right. Let me yeah. try and see if I've got any others. There's a few that I was really laughing at. I think as well, like, this might be bad for me, but a voice note, then you can tell what somebody sounds like because somebody's voice could give me the ick. And I'm like, I think it's good to send voice notes. Mm, no, I think voice notes are good as well. And you do get, a, like, I voice note my pals all the time, mm-hmm. like, constantly. Just, I, I want you, I want your voice note. Yeah, so that's harsh. Um, poor guy for Glasgow. <laughs> um, this, is, this has been funny. I've uh, kept some of the really mental ones out so I don't want to be putting anybody off their dinner yeah. freaking anybody out but it's been good so yeah, sorry if I've done that to anybody with a few of my stories no, earlier but you've not you're one with the, the Dutch guy sitting <laughs> terrified Pro- yeah, he's probably still got PTSD about it <laughs> I know I've learned the hard way no it's been great well thanks for coming I wish you all the best thank with you your, your dating adventures thank you I need it <laughs> right. and thank you for listening and as always we'll be back next week with another episode of Blethered cheers Leathered was written and produced by Sean McDonald in association with The Big Light. Music and post-production by Brian McAlpine. And for more information, go to thebiglight.com. If you like this podcast, please check out all our other series, including Talk Media, Natural Wonders. You could start a fight in an empty house. Talking Derry Girls, Brave Your Day, The Tartan Noir Show, Double Scotch, Great Scott, Trust Me I'm a Leader, Unearthed, A Sonic Hug and Old School. All on the Big Light, Scotland's podcast network. From the Big Light Studio.